Okay, I got man love too. Welcome to another episode of Comical Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Corbett, and with me is... Horse Tickles. All right, Horse Tickles. <laughs> horse Tickles. <laughs> How do you spell that? Uh, horse <laughs> Tickles. <laughs> horse Tickles, got no, it. No, no. <laughs> we also have... Shut up, fat pool. Heather. <laughs> just Heather. <laughs> yeah, there's no last name. That's it, just a first name. You have a last name? Whoa. It was a joke. <laughs> Obviously, I have a last name. It's Merman. <laughs> Is your last name Merman? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Last time I checked, it wasn't. Good to know. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, this is our 11th episode. I'm tired. You're tired? Yes. Of what? This is a hard job. This is not a hard job. I'm not getting paid. We're not getting paid. <laughs> but it's fun, right? It's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> well, I'm having fun. Oh, it's a lot of fun. Where else can I talk smack and people get to listen to it? Well, yeah. anywhere. <laughs> I'm reaching out to America. I'm coming into your living rooms. Not just America, man. We're worldwide. Don't forget that. That's right. Huge <laughs> in Australia. <laughs> well, let's get right into things. Uh-huh. we got a lot to talk about today. That's what she said. Just like last week. That's what she always says. I know. Was <laughs> it talk to me? I don't know what to tell you about that. <laughs> let's talk some comics. All right. I'm with you. What you want to talk about? What were your top two picks of the week, Miguel? Man, put me on the spot. Okay, I'm a, I'm a shock the world today. My number two. <laughs> Sorry, <It's> meow. <laughs> your number two is meow. That sounds all right. <laughs> no, my number one and two books this week flip flopped. My top two books were uh, Daniel number one and it's our good buddy Omar. Yes, it is because he's awesome. Omar Spahi. That's right. Is a writer. Awesome. Terry Huddleston's the artist. Yes. And Superior Spider-Man number 30 was the other one. Now, I'm going to tell you which one's number one here in a few seconds. The problem was, is they both grabbed me in two different kinds of ways. Okay. I know that sounds kind of disgusting, but it's pretty freaking awesome. Some people like some people like to get grabbed by uh, Otto Octavius. I don't know. <laughs> they flip-flop back in my mind every, all, pretty much for the last couple you know, hours, because I really couldn't think about which one was the most of me. But I decided number two was Daniel number one, our book by Omar. Very good book. Very violent. Very dark. Uh, nice twist at the end. A lot of action for me. Good story. I was enjoying it. Just as amazing the second time around as uh, the first time? Yes, I know we had the uh, the advanced look at it, but something about having the book in your hand, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. You know it's, <laughs> it's just that feel, that power. I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> having the comic in your hand. And, you know, I read it before, but it was still it just still grabbed me, and I still loved it, and it was still there. Number one book, Superior Spider-Man number 30. I know we're going to talk about it here later. Wow. It touched me in ways... Is it a good touch or a bad touch? Definitely a good touch. <laughs> <laughs> It was, it was moving to me, and so that's why it was my number one. Okay. That's and fair. what about you? Well, for me, my number one was Dead Body Road. Ah, good choice. That was a good book, too. Written by Justin Jordan and drawn by Mateo Scalera, who, as you may know, is one of my favorite artists. Yeah, Christ. <laughs> this book particularly of the series was very interesting because Justin Jordan wrote a little blurb about it on the very last page, talking about how you never really see car chases in comics. 
it's something that's really hard to do in that medium. Yeah. You know, whenever you see a car chase in a movie or TV show, it's really action-packed, and you're watching it happen, and, and there's lots of music to help create a sense of urgency and create a sense of involvement. And you can't really do those those kind of things with comics. Yeah, because you actually see the car move in the show. <laughs> right. But the way Mateo Scalera draws is very well-suited to something like this, because his artwork is very action-packed and very fast-paced looking. It's not just the what the characters are doing, it's actually his art style really applies itself to this kind of thing. All right, let's dumb it down for, for people like me. So you're saying you felt like you were actually in the car that was moving. I felt like I was watching a car chase on, on TV, reading a comic. I mean, that's impressive. It really is a, a tremendous feat, and it's something that I've never seen before. You know that one scene where they kicked the bad guy out? Not to mention how incredibly violent oh. <laughs> the issue was. A lot of fools died. I mean, people were getting kicked out of the back of, of vans and getting run over. You know, guys getting shot. Fuckers got killed! <laughs> That's all I'm saying. That book is violent. That book is awesome. Justin okay. Jordan is killing it. Okay, I got man love, too. <laughs> Justin Jordan's killing it with this book. It's a great miniseries. <laughs> well, anyway, I agree with you. I felt like I was watching the car chase. And just like when I watch movies and something really violent happens and it's like, whoa. When the book, I was like, holy shit, that guy just got <laughs> fucked up! <laughs> it's impressive. It's really impressive. Even if you haven't picked up the rest of the series, now is a great time to jump on and try to find those back issues. Even reading this one as a standalone, it's just truly impressive the way that it's been done. But sadly, isn't this only a miniseries? Yeah, it's only six issues. So, yeah. Or you can just wait. I mean, this is the fourth issue, and the trade paperback, I'm sure, will come out around September or October. Well, just maybe. It'll get enough love and enough following that it actually makes it as an ongoing series. Can you imagine how... No, I don't think it will, because they, they intended it to be written as a miniseries. Just crush my dream, man. Just crush my dream. Everything can't be an ongoing, man. My pop, my wallet can't support that. <laughs> Better get a second job. No. <laughs> this is my second job. <laughs> You're getting paid. What do you mean? I need to get a third job. <laughs> right now, I have two. <laughs> so that was my number one. My number two was Guardians of the Galaxy number 13, written by Brian Michael Bendis and drawn by Sarah Pacelli. Man, it took me for a loop. I thought you were going somewhere else with this. Okay, go ahead. I really enjoy Superior Spider-Man, like you, you uh-huh. stated already. Um, we're going to talk more about it, like you already okay, said. Okay, we'll argue about it much later. But I wasn't sure how I felt after I finished reading it. Guardians or Spider-Man? Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Okay. Guardians, I knew exactly how I felt. I thought it was a great wrap-up to a X-Men crossover, which those usually don't wrap up well. Mm-hmm. Oh, you look yeah. at most X-Men crossovers, and they end really terribly. AVX. <laughs> for instance, AVX. <laughs> But I thought the trial of Jean Grey was actually pretty good, and it accomplished something. Jean Grey developed new powers. Cyclops has gone off on his own new adventure. You can't be saying that stuff. You gotta, like, spoiler alert! I didn't give any specifics. <laughs> Fine, I'll give some specifics. No, you don't. <laughs> Not to mention, the comedy aspect of the book was just on point, this issue. Rocket Raccoon was, was cracking jokes left and right, and they were all funny. Groot was talking to some trees. I am Groot. <laughs> there, there was a lot of things in this issue that I just really enjoyed. And I think it was one of the best Guardians issues of the current run that I read. I really, really enjoyed it. I definitely think it deserves a spot in my top two. Yeah, that's a good choice. I'll give it to you. It was a good book. I enjoyed it. Yes, yes. Uh, the whole Guardian... The Guardian guy? The hell's that guy? The guy with the mohawk. Gladiator? Gladiator. God, man, I'm struggling today. Guardian, Gladiator, Gustavo, whatever the hell his name is. <laughs> <laughs> Gustavo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when he gets to that fight with Gene, it's pretty cool. And Gene's just like, what? Nothing. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty intense. And yes, Rocket is hilarious, making his jokes. And I just love it. I'm Groot. Everything is I'm Groot. <laughs> and it's supposed to mean something different every time. So, yeah, it's a good book. Good choice. Good choice. And and it's not to say that there weren't other books that I really enjoyed this week. There was 27 books. Of course, some of them were better than others. Mm-hmm. 
and a lot of them rose to the top, but I had to make a choice, and I felt like those were the two best. I think we may have to expand this a little bit later, you know, maybe give a top five, because it is really getting hard. Because, I mean, even though we mentioned the top two, there were a bunch of other good books. And I know we'll mention what we think Book of the Week was, but, I mean, some of these writers and these artists are really hitting their stride right now. And I just feel that we need to give props out to a bunch of other people as well. Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to post the list of books that we read this week, like I always do on our website. Okay. And then on my blog, comicalpodcast.tumblr.com. There you go again. I'm going to go through and give my review for each book we read this week. Uh-huh. Something I haven't done yet before. Okay. Uh, and it's definitely going to be time consuming, so it may not get done before the weekend. Uh-huh. But I'm going to do that. So if you want to find out how we felt about the rest of the books, that's oh. a good way to check everything. So you're going to give me my opinion. Thanks. Well, <laughs> what else is new? <laughs> <laughs> All this stuff has been scripted. So you tell me everything I do on this show, you already told me what to do. Dance, puppet, dance. <laughs> Put your hand on my ass. <laughs> Whoa. Put your hands on the table. <laughs> You said you like horse tickles. No, I did not. <laughs> horse tickles. <laughs> All right, so can I get my pick of the week? Sure, let's hear your pick of the week. <laughs> Dead Body Road number four. Okay. Fuckers be getting killed, boy. <laughs> I, have, I can't. I can't tell you how much I love that book. The one scene: guy out van, guy gets hit by car, body parts explosion. It was gruesome. I was like. Damn. It was gruesome. It was it was impressively drawn, but everything Mateo Sclare draws is very impressive to me. And I keep saying impressive. <laughs> I know I've said yeah. that like 35 <laughs> times. But really, it is. I mean, it's so different from anybody else's style of art. I like Justin Jordan's writing. Uh, this is not the first book of his I read, but it's probably my favorite of his. And, like I said, everything Mateo Sclare has ever drawn that I've seen, I've loved. So, I have nothing but good things to say about this book. If you're not reading it yet, you need to go out and pick it up. Mm-hmm. Cool. Go buy it. <laughs> And my, 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 my pick my. of the week okay. was your number two, Daniel. Ah, because it's awesome! Awesome! <laughs> I gotta, awesome sauce! <laughs> that's always so soon. <laughs> I got to give uh, Omar some real props. He did a great job with the book. I liked how the advertisements weren't for other companies. They were for his other books, for Xenoglyphs. I liked the artwork. I liked the cover design. I liked the quality of the paper. I liked everything about the book. Everything about it was just unbelievably awesome. Yes, props to them. Great job, guys, if you actually listen to us. What makes it even more special is the fact that we talk to these guys, we've had them on the show, we tweet with them, and it's like having a, a good friend accomplishes something great. Right. Um, so we got you back, Omar. We're behind you all the way. And just a small announcement, uh, Seek Donnelly's book, Monomyth, that we talked about in episode four, right. is coming out soon, and he's going to be on the show April 10th. There you go. So you'll get even more of a chance to hear about awesome comics. Nice. We love independent comic books, as, oh, yes. you, as you can probably tell. And yeah, we got you back. That's all I wanted to say on that. Any Anybody, any independent comic writer who has any interest at all in coming on the show, uh, feel free to shoot me an email at comicalpodcast at gmail or contact me on Twitter at, at comicalpodcast. Uh, we'd love to have you on talk about stuff. Oh, yeah. We love shooting the shit. Especially if your name is Rick Remender. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> can we get Mateo Scalera? Or Mateo Scalera. I would... I would be very happy to have Mateo Sclair on the show. <laughs> nice job. So that's it. Uh, was there anything in particular you didn't like this week? Uh, we didn't really talk about that, but was there anything you didn't like? You hyped up Silver Surfer number one last week. You mentioned I it. didn't hype it up. I, well, just, su- <laughs> I just suggested that they might yeah. want to check it out because it was coming out. That suggestion freaking sucks. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I felt like he was wearing lipstick. I don't know. I'm just saying he's wearing <laughs> some kind of man makeup. Like, what is this crap? But... It was kind of slow. But it came back around. Yeah, and it had its moments, but the best part was like, I don't know who the hell that is. <laughs> that was like the best line in the whole thing. That was the only one I had. Well, that's not the only one I had issue. Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider was the only book I had any issues What with. the hell? Uh, Tradmore's art is very unusual. 
for comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's more of an anime manga kind of style, but it's somewhere in between like typical manga style and typical American style. All the characters have elongated bodies and faces instead of being round. The eyes are a little more wide, like anime. Just, just very different. Um, it's not bad necessarily. It's just different. The story at the beginning was kind of decent. Yeah, it, it was a good story. And then it happens to him, and he becomes Ghost Rider. Like, okay, why did it happen? Well, basically, in the book, they they shoot the guy, and then he just wakes up and he's Ghost Rider. They don't have any explanation for it. Then he gets in the car. Maybe we're judging it too fast. Maybe book two will tell us why he became Ghost Rider. I don't think I'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> well, how the hell am I supposed to know? I guess it's your turn. That's horrible. <laughs> One other thing that I wanted to highlight this week, it's not really my pick of the week because I typically give that to a comic, and it's harder to rate graphic novels. You said rate, right? Yes. Okay. (laughs) Had to make sure. It's hard to hold graphic novels to the same standard that you hold the comics because they have a lot more pages to tell the same story as as a comic does. But one of the image comics that I I now greatly regret missing out on was Rat Queens. It got so much publicity, so much hype, and I I was like, well, i got to pick it up. i I got to see what it's about. So I found out that the first trade came out this past week, so I picked that up. I read it, and oh my god, it's amazing. It's so good. If you haven't read Rat Queens yet, uh, you really need to. It's a it's a story about these four beer-drinking adventurer ladies who uh, have bar brawls and, and fight ogres and trolls, and they talk a bunch of shit. <laughs> mean girls? <laughs> no, they're not really, not really mean girls. There's, there's other bands of adventurers that they have problems with and whatnot, but their dialogue is really funny and really sharp and witty. It's kind of like a and d kind of story. I mean, it's like Swords and Sorcery. Okay. But it's four girls are the main characters, and like one of them is, is a bearded lady who shaved off her beard. <laughs> one of them is a, a midget who has like twin daggers and, and is like an expert thief. One of them's a, a orc barbarian. And the other one's like a sorcerer, a sorceress whose uh, parents worship a deity who's kind of like Cthulhu. <laughs> Why have I not read this yet? Because you had difficulty getting over here earlier. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> but I would say it's a great book to go and pick up. Uh, the, like I said, the first trade paperback came out. It's only ten bucks. Uh, collects the first five issues. I think only the sixth issue has actually come out in the comics. So it's a really good time to get on board. Gotcha. Hey, can I see a favor? Sure. Can you loan me ten dollars? <laughs> well, I could loan you ten dollars if more of our listeners would go to audibletrial.com slash comical. Really? And sign up for a free trial with audible.com. And uh, if they would do that, they'd get thirty day free trial and a free audiobook. Nice. I signed up. You tried to, it hasn't gone through yet. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with that? I don't know, man. You need to fix your internet. I'll have to call one eight hundred audible. I fix it. <laughs> But uh, there's over 150,000 titles, gotcha. so there's lots of stuff you can listen to, lots of good books, and it, you know it's a trial, so if you don't like the service, you can always cancel it if, uh, if it's not something you enjoy. Yeah, you do put your credit card information, you do put all that stuff in there, and they do tell you, you know, you get to use a little coin, which you get to purchase your book, so you're not getting charged, you get the email, and then you can cancel. But it would really help us if you guys would go out there and do this and support the show. Uh, we're trying to raise money for Comic Palooza because we still got to buy t-shirts, we still got to buy a banner. Uh, we did manage to get our digital recorder this week, which nice. I'm really excited about. So we're now... Thanks to who? Thanks to Heather. So Just technically Heather. the show is, what, $1,300 in a hole? <laughs> to our loan shark over there? That's right. I'm working 10 jobs. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, Mexican? <laughs> hey, I have, a, I have a deep background. Oh, no. Family history goes all the way back. Heather Alalanzo Conchita. <laughs> Con queso. <laughs> So, but I yeah, you. if you can go and sign up, it would support us. I mean, we make money whether you keep the service or not, but we really need the help. Look, my horse minions. 
www.audibletrial.com slash comical. Sign on. Please put your information out there. Get your free book. Don't let it go away. I mean, you're letting a free book go away from you. So sign up. Get your book. Cancel if you want to after that. That's right. I please. prefer don't cancel it because actually the service is not good because Heather actually uses it a lot and has nothing yes. but props it's for it. Really, it's really great. It's really great. Especially. It's only $15 a month to keep the service going too. Exactly. So. So, audibletron.com slash comical. That's right, folks. Listen to Horsticles. That's right. What? Boom. Horsticles. <laughs> oh, and the best part, if you do sign up, uh, we're going to do a bonus pod, which is a bunch of bloopers. So, uh, if you do sign up and you get your email receipt, forward it to comicalpodcast at gmail.com. And when we make the blooper episode, I will send you a direct link so you can get it. It's not going to be available to everybody, only to the people that support us. Ah, nice. So, do I get to hear this before you send it out? <laughs> Got a feeling there's gonna be a lot of jokes in my experience. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see. It'll be pretty freaking funny. (laughs) So moving on. Alrighty. Let's talk about Superior Spider-Man. Let's talk Superior. It's ending, man. I'm so sad. It's sad. It was good. It was moving. How did you feel about issue 30? I I wasn't sure how I felt. I read it, and I I know what's gonna happen. Obviously, you know Peter Parker's gonna come back. Yeah, and of course, you know, we had anger about this because we really liked, we liked Doc Ock as Superior. I wasn't angry about it. I was just hoping that Superior would go for another year or so. I thought they ended it way too soon. I have to get a digital recorder so I can record him at times so I can replay this stuff. <laughs> I never said that. Here it is. <laughs> well, the way that Peter comes back is kind of moving. It's kind of surprising. It's definitely not what you expected from Ock the superior Spider-Man, but it was really, really well done, and I, I can't find any faults with it. I can't find any reason to dislike it, but I'm just not sure that, that that's how it would have gone down. Yeah, because we were thinking another fight, another I was battle. expecting a huge internal struggle. Oh, yeah, something really crazy. But that's not what happened. I gotta say, uh, Dan Slott has really just been knocking it out of the park with this book. He's been writing Spider-Man in a way that I've connected with the character, and I haven't done that in such a long time. Dan Slott, huh? Dan Slott. <laughs> you sound like you sound like Beavis. Dan Slot. That's a lot of slots in Vegas. Uh, I don't know if Dan Slot's a slut. <laughs> you know, yeah, he's doing a hell of a job. But he's been doing a hell of a job, and I feel like he's done a great job ending this book. Two dongs up. Oh, absolutely, two dongs up for the series as a whole. Oh yes. There's only one one more issue left. I'm really sad about that. Because I really, really love Superior Spider-Man. But I guess we'll see how amazing goes now that Peter's back. I mean, he's going to be trying to recuperate from all the damage that uh, Spider-Ock did with his life. And he yeah. did a lot. And Ock admitted all of his faults in the last issue, which was really And the Avengers are going to come for, for Spider-Man, as you saw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, Peter's, you know, Peter's got some explaining to do. <laughs> nice. <laughs> bastard. But, you know, I was never a big Doc Ock guy at the beginning. You know, the, the major villain I liked was... Green Goblin, but when Doc Ock became Superior Spider-Man, there was like I got a whole new take on him, and I totally really liked him. And then when he did what he did in the book, that was cool. That's freaking awesome. You're smart enough, wise enough to realize that you're not the better Spider-Man that Peter is. And yeah, I got a feeling Peter Peter Parker. I, we maybe you know we might have been trashing him a lot at the beginning, but this amazing Spider-Man may be interesting. He's definitely had a learning experience because mm-hmm. he's seen everything that Ock's done. I mean, he's been watching from the sidelines, so. Maybe he's going to take something away from it and learn a better way to be Spider-Man, you know, and maybe he won't. Maybe he'll come back and go right back to doing the stupid, asinine things he was doing before, but I hope not. Well, you know, this last superior is still going to be on because still the Goblin's... No, I mean, they have to wrap up Goblin Nation, and then they have, Peter has to deal with the fallout. That is going to be epic. 
Yeah. That's, not, that's the only word you can say is epic. Yeah, but I'm going to be sad when it's over. So. Bye, Otto. <laughs> <laughs> He'll come back, you know he will. Let's have a moment of silence for auto activities. Shut up again. <laughs> <laughs> so he seems to be in a funny mood tonight. Why don't you go ahead and give us a nice, funny story, since I think you're up. You gotta say it. Tell me a funny story, bitch! <laughs> well, I guess it's my turn. I'm in the hot seat now. Uh, I've been really kind of struggling over this, trying to figure out which funny story to tell you, because uh, I wanted to make sure I picked one that was really good. And I asked my mom for ideas, I asked my sister for ideas, because they know all the funny stuff I've done in my life. And uh, This could be good, because mothers don't hold back. In the end, I decided to go with one that involves Heather, because you guys don't know her that well yet, and I felt like it was a good way to... You know me pretty well. Well, they know you a little bit. But I thought it was a good way to uh, kind of hit kill two birds with one stone. Okay. So. Give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> this is the story of Spanish class. Oh, my gosh. You racist bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't it be like French class? Why is it going to be Espanol? Well, you'll see. Okay. Go ahead, then. Well, Tell me, Ricky. For, the, the, reason, the reason it was Espanol is because our school didn't offer French. Okay. Do some explaining. Or well, German. offered French. Or Japanese. They offered, they offered French, you just didn't take it. And they did <laughs> offer German, and they did offer sign language. Ah, shit. Now here comes the truth. Ah, oh, sookie, sookie. That's it. Well, without Spanish class, I probably never would have met Heather. So it's yes. a good thing I was in that class, despite the terrible teacher that taught it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> all right, tell us the story. So I hated Spanish, first of all. I That's true had a really hard time grasping the language. I mean, it's obviously very different from English. You know, it's, it's even though it's like one of its closest relatives, it's not the same. You're my brother. And it wasn't that hard. It, it was, it was sentence structure that was the hard part for me. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't understand not having the word is or it. Everything was like masculine or feminine. He, he, anybody that's taking Spanish knows all this crap. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't care. And when I went to class, I was very lazy. And I cheated that's on, really I cheated nice. off Heather all the time. Because nice. she, oh she was my, my friend God. in the class. <laughs> Oh my goodness! He would copy off of my homework every single day. I was day. I was funny and I was nice, and Heather sat in front of me, and it was this little group of us. It was me and Heather and our friend Neil and our friend Ashley. And wait, 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 wait! Just let me interrupt real quick. Now I know in Spanish class they make you have Spanish names. So what was your Spanish name? Oh shit! That's right. What was my Spanish name? El Pendejo. For you Mexicans, <laughs> will probably get that one. <laughs> No. Yeah, pretty much. She did make us do that, didn't she? Yes, I I know my name. I'm not gonna. You have to think of figure out what yours was first. Isn't it Ramon? Yeah, I think it was. I think Ramon. it was Ramon. <laughs> it was something really cheesy. It was it was really really dumb. What was yours? Mine was Liliana. That's right, Liliana. I came up with my own name because I was creative. Nice. You want to know what my messed up name was? What? Worst tickles? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it now. Miquel. Close. They Lakeisha? added an I into it. My name was Miguelin. Miguelin? Yeah, what the hell is that crap? I already <laughs> had the Spanish name. Anyway, go ahead, Mr. Ramon. So Ramon and Liliana were sitting in Spanish class, and Ramon never did his homework and didn't really no. give a shit because we had a terrible fucking teacher. She wasn't terrible. She was, she was awful. She, no, you thought she was awful. Her name was Miss Pratt, and she... No, she was not awful. ...was an awful, horrible woman. No, <laughs> she wasn't brown? No. She just tortured you. She was this little bitty skinny old white lady. Did she Peggy Hill? 
No, no. She was very proper, very prim. Okay. And she expected everybody to participate. Mm-hmm. And I was a rebel. I refused to participate. Of course. Nice. You never I didn't want to do my homework. I cheated off Heather's paper all the time. And it got to the point where uh, she ended up moving Heather all the way across the room so no, I couldn't no, cheat no, her on no, her no, anymore. No. After Heather complained. No, Heather no, no. Was, wait, wait. You're not, you're not telling that part right. Because what happened was I got sick of him copying off of me. So I went and told on him saying that he was copying my homework every day. So then she moved you across the room, not me. Were you an item yet? No, no. No, no, no. <laughs> We didn't make an item until way, way later. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> but that happened. And anyways, she always encouraged class participation, and she always picked on me because she didn't like me because I wouldn't do what she told me to do. That's I didn't want a Spanish name, so I refused to go by it. I didn't want to be Ramon. Say it right. Ramon. I, I'm not sure I can roll my R. Ramon. I, I can't really do it. I'm a white guy. <laughs> I didn't pronounce things correctly, which she hated. I would always use, like, the English accent when I talked instead of using the Spanish accent and uh, I absolutely refused to do the stupid sing-alongs that she always tried to make us do she would have these class participation things where she would get up in front and she would sing a song and then she would call on people to come up there and sing the same song so they could learn the words and it was awful like you'd go up there and and she'd be like el cuchillo la cuchara do not need to put him in basura Like, like like fucking just awful Awful okay. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I'm not, okay, first of all, it's funny how you were saying it, but your movement, your head movement and your arms were like, what the hell, are you dancing over there? Like, So that's what she wanted. She wanted us to sing and dance. And, and, and Who are you, Menudo? The, the musical group? I, I was Ramon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. But I always, I always fought her tooth and nail on that crap. And then she wanted us to salsa dance. Nice. And she tried to make me partner with Heather. Heather begged me to dance with her, and I wouldn't do it. I was like, no. I wanted you to dance with me, and you didn't even dance with me. I'm sorry. You missed That's an opportunity. So I did. You did. We weren't, I we weren't an item back then. I, the door was wide open. I didn't think and so. And you were too... Stupid to know. <laughs> I was looking for the Spanish word. I, I was too, I was too <laughs> obstinate. <laughs> I was too obstinate to participate. Oh, stupid old. There's your old. Yeah, that's it. I, I absolutely hated that woman. Oh, she was just awful. And I, she failed me, of course. Like, I, I did I did the bare minimum, and I made what should have been like a C, but then she tacked on a participation grade at the end, which screwed me over and made me fail the class. So I had to take it over again in summer With school. Her? Or somebody else. Luckily, with somebody else, and uh, that a, a real Mexican. No, this was another old Whaley. <laughs> Where the hell did you go to school? <laughs> In Sugarland, Texas. Oh, nice. <laughs> Where everybody's white. But she was actually a much better teacher than Miss Pratt. She didn't have any stupid participation crap. She basically gave us a workbook and said, "This is how this stuff works. This is how center structure is. Learn it. We learned it. We filled out paperwork. We filled out tests." And we passed. And that was it. It was really easy. Nice. The fact that it was so easy just proves how terrible the first teacher was. That has to be the intro. (laughs) Sing it one more time. (laughs) But the caveat to the story is that two years later, my little sister had the same teacher. And she showed up to class the first day of school. And Miss Pratt was going down the roster. And uh, she, she saw my sister's name. She goes, are you related to Justin? And she goes, yeah. And she goes, oh. (laughs) <laughs> and then she treated my sister like crap the rest of the time she was in the class I left an impression yes you did people didn't forget me <laughs> no, I'll never forget sure you did. I've been trying to get you out of my mind for a while now 
Me too. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa, what does that mean? <laughs> That's the intro. <laughs> no, that has to be cut. Because that come out right. <laughs> You're right here in front of me and I gotta get away from you. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know how funny that actually was, but I really hated that class. And uh, it, it was one of the many funny stories I considered. Another funny story, just so we have something else to put here. Okay. Something that relates to our next topic. You ripped your pants? No. Oh. <laughs> One time. At band camp? No. <laughs> One time when I was three or four years old, uh-huh. uh, and my sister had just been born. She was just a baby. My mom and I were in the kitchen, and we were eating some goldfish, and we just finished watching He-Man. He-Man. As you know, I loved He-Man as a kid. That's right. Greatest song ever. <laughs> and my sister had just fallen asleep, and the phone unfortunately rang. And my mom rushed to get the phone to try to pick it up before the baby started crying. It didn't quite make it. Okay. So my sister starts screaming, just crying her eyes out. My mom answers, Hello? Yes, ma'am, would you like to consider switching your inter- your phone service from MCI to Sprint? Or whatever phone companies were back then, it was a telemarketer. Okay. My mom was furious. Uh-huh. She just managed to get the baby asleep. So she's like, looked at me, had an idea. She goes, well, actually, I am very interested, but I have to step away from the phone for a second. Would you mind talking to my son until I can come back? I have to go put my other child in the bedroom. He's like, sure. So my mom puts her hand over the ear, over the mouthpiece and hands me the phone. She goes, Justin, this man on the phone wants to know everything there is to know about He-Man. Why don't you tell him? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> and my mom went in the other room to put my baby sister asleep. And I started telling this guy about He-Man. I told him everything. I was telling him about Battle Cat and Panther and, and Skeletor and everything. Merman, of course. <laughs> All right. That is awesome. And my mom was gone for a good six or seven minutes, and the whole time she was gone, she could hear me talking about He-Man. I didn't stop talking. And she was probably laughing. Did the guy ever try to break in and tell you to stop? I don't remember. I was I was really <laughs> I was really little, like I said. But my mom came back, and I was still just talking and talking and talking. She said, "Okay, Justin, let me have the phone." So she took the phone from me. Dial tone on the other. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I thought that was a pretty. I never funny thought one. of that. That's pretty good. So. There's another funny story. I got a, I got a million of them, so every time it comes back around to me, I'll try to have a couple of them. But Who's most, next? Most of mine are kind of short, so uh, I'll try to do two. Okay. But you're next. You're next. <laughs> <laughs> Unless we have a guest. Okay. In which case, it might be there. It's about right. So moving on. Moving on. Talking about He-Man still. Okay. Talking about Merman. <laughs> talking about comical madness. So last week we had some epic battles. Uh, epic battles! 16 of them to be exact. And we have our winners. A long damn night. <laughs> it was pretty long, but it was worth it. Felt like I slept here. And uh, Round one, El Cuchillo. Round two, <laughs> Chana. Chana. <laughs> Round three, Burrito. <laughs> Round four, Me Amo Es. Chimichanga. <laughs> that was your name. That, that was your name. That was my name. My name was Chimichanga. <laughs> <laughs> that was your name. Oh she she assigned gosh. me Ramon, and then I said I was going to choose my own, and I picked Chimichanga. That's what it was. I completely forgot. Oh, my uh, God. Because every time we had to go around and say our names, I would go, Me llamo es Chimichanga. <laughs> <laughs> so we're here now. That's pretty funny, dude. I didn't take anything fucking seriously. <laughs> he was so awful in the class. Oh, my gosh. I would have died if been in that class with you guys. It would have been freaking hilarious. Oh, it was. It was really Justin fun. Justin was so bad. Every time he would call on her, 
yes, chimichanga. <laughs> he would like just say it randomly and shit. <laughs> I remember that now. And I'd be like, what the fuck is going on? That's your new handle from here on out. You're no longer Justin. You're chimichanga. <laughs> I'll take that as my uh, as my nickname. Chimichanga and horse. I've eaten enough of them. What does it matter? <laughs> So last week we had the Epic 16 battles. This week it cuts to eight. Sorry. The first one is Thanos versus Bullseye. Yes, Thanos made it here by decapitating Hal Jordan, and Bullseye defeated a overzealous Howard the Duck. <laughs> His quack food was not strong. No, it was not strong. <laughs> and I'm sorry, Bullseye is going to get it straight in the bull's ass because clearly he's not. he doesn't have a chance. Thanos whoops his ass in under two seconds. As much as I love Bullseye, I have to agree. What's he going to do? Hit him with a card? I mean, unless he uh, has an ultimate nullifier or something and manages to fire a shot at Thanos, there's no way he wins. Nah, and he, he does have 30 minutes of repair. Maybe he can break into the Baxter building and steal an ultimate nullifier. He is Bullseye, after all. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think that would be pretty difficult. It's not going to happen, dude. I'm sorry. I hate to tell you, your Bullseye's dead as a doornail. He isn't going anywhere. He's as dead as Howard the Duck was last week. I'm afraid you're correct. He could team up with Howard the Duck and Hal Jordan. They still wouldn't freaking win. <laughs> <laughs> That's about right. So we agree here that Thanos wins this hands down with dongs up. Yes. <laughs> What's the next matchup? Round two. Batman versus the Midnighter. Who? <laughs> <laughs> we had the same conversation last week. The guy with two hearts, man. Yeah. He's got a lot of Karen. <laughs> <laughs> dude, how many people on the how many people respond back to this and say, dude, Batman? Because because he's, he's Batman. I think it would be a hard fight because Batman wouldn't really know what he's up against. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't think there's any way Batman loses the fight. Batman throws two batarangs. One of these hard <laughs> First time. <laughs> I, I think Midnighter's pretty vicious, but uh, you know Batman's fought plenty of vicious guys before, and he always finds a way to win. I mean, unless you're on a whole different cosmic level than Batman, I just don't see how he loses. Come on, Batman dude. has street smarts. Yeah, yeah, he's street cred too. He's rich. So he has all kinds of gasms. And of course, don't forget, he has, he has all the- kinds of gasms. <laughs> <laughs> he has. So, <laughs> did you even say gadgets? <laughs> yes. What the hell was that? <laughs> he uses gadgets to achieve gasms? What's going on? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I haven't had enough coffee today. Uh, he also has the bat shark repellent. Okay, with stuff like that, he's not going to lose. Is Midnighter a shark? Is he going to get Sharknado? <laughs> I didn't realize Midnighter was a shark. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to tell you the extent of Batman's gadgets. See? I got it out there. <laughs> yeah, Batman wins. I, I, yeah, Batman right. took down Superman. Batman's taking down a bunch of people. When the Justice League has to take people out, they look to Batman for the strategic, how are we going to play this? Batman took down Owlman, so, I mean, really, he could take down anybody. And apparently he was bring a that up again. <laughs> taking out sharks. <laughs> it doesn't matter. So that one goes to Batman, which creates a really interesting battle next time. Yeah, I want to hear you come back and say, Batman beats Thanos because he's Batman. Let's <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what our listeners have to say about that oh one. Oh my gosh, that's be, that uh, is going to be... Uh, well, you know what? I already know who I would choose in that fight. We have to wait till next week, and I'll tell you why. You know, DC people know what happened to Batman against another powerful badass, so that's where I'm going to go with it next yeah. time. Well, who's the next battle, man? The next battle is Merman versus Lobo. Lobo wins. Lobo next. wins. Next Nah, I'm just fucking with you. Fuck Lobo. Fucking Twilight bastard. <laughs> look. <laughs> look. So those of you who follow us on Twitter <laughs> may have been paying attention today when we had a very, very <laughs> long discussion. <laughs> Let it go. Dare I even say Let argument. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> with some of our fans about uh, who would win in this fight. 
So what we decided we're going to do is we're going to retell the Twitter conversation. <laughs> because it's pretty funny. There's a lot of good, good one-liners in here. Here's another funny story. <laughs> so it started out with uh, me posting the pictures of who's going to win. And I said, who's going to win and why? Mm-hmm. So you instigated all this shit. Our one of our big supporters, Brian Kieran's from Australia. Australia in the house says uh, Lobo is going to dine on fish and chips tonight. Mm-hmm. Miguel replies, never, never. <laughs> and then Miguel says, I hope you Slobos are ready to cry when Merman wins tonight. Spicy toilet from last time. Toilet guy says, ha ha. <laughs> Kieran says the main man will devastate that overgrown sea monkey. Miguel says. Lobo looks like the fifth member of KISS, but wimpier. (laughs) (laughs) But not the face makeup. (laughs) Spicy Toilet says, I don't know, man. Merman is Merman. LOL. I still don't get what that means. Exactly. (laughs) Kieran says, the main man has heard your retort. And then he posts a picture, which is naked Lobo kicking a guy in the ball sack. (laughs) And his pelvis and his spine goes flying out the back of him into the air. You can't say ball sack on the radio. And the sound effect is cha-ching. <laughs> cha-ching. Cha-ching. hurt <laughs> To which I responded, hey, look at Lobo giving low blows. <laughs> what I wanted to respond after that, I couldn't do so. <laughs> and then Kieran's goes, the main man can hit high as well. Then he posts another picture of Lobo punching a guy's head in half. <laughs> was he wearing clothes? He was not wearing clothes. <laughs> Spicy Toilet says, that guy is a beast. Miguel says, why is he naked? But <laughs> you forget, there was a picture of Merman. And then Miguel says, here's a picture of a true warrior. And he posts a very lifelike looking version of Merman. Very, very amphibious looking. It's rendered to look like it is 3D and, and humanoid. And vicious. And vicious. To which I responded, holy crap, somebody fed a giant mogwai after midnight. Because <laughs> 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 it looks like Spike from the movie Gremlins 2. <laughs> Whose side are you on? Kieran's replies, here's another picture. He's clothed and he's still a badass. And he posts a really angry looking picture of Lobo wearing his jacket. To which Miguel responds, What, brothers? I'm not scared. And Miguel posts a picture of Ace Freely from Kiss. <laughs> <laughs> with a very come hither look <laughs> on his face. Yeah, he does. He does have that uh, come hither look. And then Spicy Toilet says, LOL, this episode is going to be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Brian Kieran says, Lobo is not scared. And I said, Haha, I am. <laughs> I said, That must be the look Lobo gives you before he cha chings you in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> so, which uh, Brian Kieran's replied with another picture of an incredibly feminine looking lobster dude carrying a trident. He looks like a sea monkey. He, he, he does. <laughs> he is a sea monkey. He, he a sea monkey. He's an incredibly feminine looking sea monkey. <laughs> That's what he pink, looks like. Pink unitard holding a trident. It looks like that picture on the box that you get those sea monkeys in the <laughs> And they always came dead, and you're like, fuck this shit. <laughs> and Miguel so succinctly replies, That's Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> so Kieran's posts one more picture saying, Why is Merman preparing for the cha ching in the balls? And he posts a picture of Merman laying on his back with his legs up in the air and a pair of handcuffs around his ankles. That was a very disturbing picture. <laughs> and I said, this does not look consensual. <laughs> no, it definitely does not. I think I dropped my phone when you said that. <laughs> and then Kieran says, I don't know, he looks like he's giving someone that Mona Lisa smile. <laughs> Miguel posts one more picture, which is a fat cosplayer dressed up like Lobo 
holding a hook, like the one he usually has on his bike. Yes. To which I reply, he's hooking. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty funny. (laughs) And he could in that outfit. He surely could get some. Spicy Toilet says, nice, new profile pic. (laughs) Miguel says, hooking for dudes. (laughs) Kieran says, he's beefed up since then. And posts another picture of Lobo all swollen looking. Spicy Toilet says he must have gotten into Bane's venom. Miguel says he's also shrunk. Posts another picture of uh, <laughs> Chibi Lobo. I don't really know what else to say. <laughs> Kieran's goes, uh, nice, coming from the ichthyophile. And then Miguel Wikipedia ichthyophile. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Means I asked Justin. <laughs> Miguel says... Uh, Lobo's changed a lot of things this past year and post the uh, very effeminate looking version of Lobo from the New 52. Mm-hmm. Spicy Toilet says, New Year, New Him. <laughs> <laughs> Kieran says, Fish dudes that live in glass tanks, dot, dot, dot. And he posts a picture of uh, Merman with a giant head and a tiny body. <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny. And then Kieran's posts another picture of Lobo as uh, from the New 52 cutting some dudes in half, saying he's still a badass. Saying, Lobo's practicing his sushi chops. And I say, that's only because he's fighting random punks. He doesn't know the power of Merman. No one does. <laughs> that's not funny either. Miguel goes, nice, bite me, fat pool. <laughs> <laughs> and then Kieran says, well, considering Merman is constantly foiled by a dude wearing furry underpants, I think Lobo's got this. <laughs> and that's pretty much it. I mean, Oh, you missed the best part. What? Where I posted the picture of the Kiss Band singing. <laughs> <laughs> and Miguel did post a YouTube video of uh, Kiss singing uh, forever, forever, forever. <laughs> Excuse me. Exactly. <laughs> so we so, can agree, Merman wins. Unfortunately, I think Lobo wins, and you know it. That's my jaw hitting the ground. <laughs> <laughs> dude, dude, did you see him handling that fish? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see Lobo handling those dudes? He was so handling, that's what I'm saying. He was handling it a little too well. I don't think they're quite the same, man. <laughs> We're going to give this one to Lobo. I think we have split dongs. <laughs> that sounds really painful. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you hang out with Lobo, that's what happens. <laughs> so you're up. I, you're going with them up. I'm going with them down. I guess we got to go to Heather. What's your choice? Merman or Lobo? I guess it would have to be Lobo. There you go, man. Did the you jury's... not get the bribe? Did you not get the bribe? <laughs> I didn't get the bribe. What the hell? Sorry. The jury has spoken. Now, you know you wanted to go merman just so everybody in the morning would be like, freaking merman. <laughs> like it did everyone when he beat that piece of crap. And that's what Lobo is. Seriously. He's another Rorschach just with different colors. <laughs> is, the, is, the, is, is his face paint to move around like Rorschach's does too? No. <laughs> I'm not letting this go. <laughs> We're going to have a we're going to have one of those things like Big Brother where you can bring one back. <laughs> That's right. He's okay, going to be Merman's the one that comes back. back. Merman's coming back. I'll be back. I just don't see how Merman beats Starchild. <laughs> <laughs> he br- <laughs> He's coming back with Skeletor, Beastman, <laughs> Manny Faces. <laughs> Manny Faces was a good guy. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Manny Faces switched sides. <laughs> Fine. Fine. I can't believe you people. What do you mean, you people? That's what I mean. You people. You My non- name is Ramon. <laughs> Who are you talking about? Your name is not Ramon. Your name is Chimichanga. <laughs> Hi. My name is Chimichanga. Who are you talking about? Me amo es Chimichanga. This is a disgrace. I just wrote Lobo down. <laughs> Pieces of crap. 
Fine. Next battle. Damn it. Next battle. This is an interesting one. Deadpool versus Aquaman. Double suicide. <laughs> no one moves forward. Nobody <laughs> Deadpool comes back. <laughs> Merman ate him on the way out the door. Deadpool grows back in Merman's stomach. <laughs> they team up. They become Merpool. <laughs> that, that like to see. That, that's an alternate reality Deadpool I would like to see. <laughs> well, since you're Fatpool, um, clearly I know where you're leaning with this. <laughs> Actually, you know, we make fun of Aquaman a lot. Well, okay. Correction. I make fun of Aquaman a lot on this show. He's actually a lot stronger than we freaking thought he was. I, I always knew how strong he was. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> you found out some more stuff. Sure. Aquaman's tough. Aquaman's strong. But you can't kill Deadpool. No. He keeps coming back. Keeps coming back. Keeps coming back. And when you think you killed him, he comes back again. And he has time to prepare. So Deadpool can go to one of those weapon caches and get, you know, some fishing hooks or... <laughs> <laughs> whatever, some spear guns or whatever he needs to actually take Aquaman out. You know how he's going to be Aquaman with a beta fish? <laughs> no, but really, I mean, he has an hour to prepare. So I'm sure he goes out and he gets highly explosive, highly lethal weapons and uh, put up a really good fight against Aquaman. I mean, I know Aquaman's really strong and really durable and he's going to you know, brush off some of Deadpool's weaponry, but not everything. Aquaman is strong. But Deadpool is tangled with some very, very powerful people. Survived. Deadpool is just another level. I, I think Deadpool wins, but it's, it's really actually very close. I mean, Aquaman certainly does have the ability to kill Deadpool, but like Deadpool always comes back, always comes back. And I, I would see, I could see something where Deadpool actually lets probably Aquaman impale him with the trident, just so he can get close enough to cut his head off with his swords. Yeah, I could see that. That would be the kind of move he would do. Let Aquaman think he got him and kill him, and then phew, it's over. Pull it all the way through and scream <laughs> like, like the orc in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah. And then cut Aquaman's gills off. Yeah. It's over. I, I think Deadpool wins. I think it's a really good fight. You probably have to chings him along the way, too. Probably. <laughs> That's the new official uh, sound effect of... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to download a cash register sound. <laughs> Just inject it. Cha-ching! <laughs> so, Deadpool? Deadpool. Deadpool. <laughs> so, the next one's actually a pretty easy-to-determine fight. Uh, Spider-Man versus Carnage. As badass as Carnage is, and as easy as it as it should be for him to take out most heroes, uh, he's lost time and time again to Spider-Man. I don't think anything's going to change, especially if Spider-Man has time to prepare. He's in the wrong bracket. Anywhere else, he probably does well, but he's facing somebody who's beat him numerous times. Yeah, Spider-Man wins. Even if he doesn't go, he won't cross that line, he still wins. Yeah. I mean, he's too familiar before. Yeah, he, he has time to prepare. So he goes and gets Sonics, or he goes and he gets Flame weapons. And he comes back and, and oh, he's just... Oh, it's a good fight. Spider-Man doesn't walk away unscathed. He could, honestly. If he has, time, if he has time to prepare and set up the arena... Cletus is not in it, though. Cletus is a maniacal serial killer. I mean, he may walk into the fight and just charge headlong. Peter Parker pushes a button and his sonic rays start shooting him. The symbiote goes all, all kinds of out of control. Spider-Man flips him, pulls him out of there, and then imprisons the symbiote. Yeah, it could happen, but... I mean, it could be really, like, if, if Peter Parker has time to prepare, there's no way Carnage but remember, wins. But remember Invasion USA, he was pretty crafty there. He almost had Spider-Man. Spider-Man had Carnage run. USA? It's, yeah. What the hell? Yeah, I'm thinking Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris, baby, whoops everybody's <laughs> ass in this tournament. <laughs> yeah. Chuck Norris always wins. That's right. Carnage USA, he did. He was pretty tactical in that one a little bit. He was. Um, but, yeah, I'm not going to change my mind. Spider-Man wins. I just think he gets a little nicked up where you think he doesn't. I think Carnage gets in a couple blows. Oh, it could definitely go either way. It definitely could. Uh, it, but I'm thinking that, the, that Peter has time to prepare. There's no way it's a, even a very tough fight for him. So, so Spider-Man wins that one. Spider-Man. So the next fight is a really interesting one. It is Hulk 
which is Doctor Strange. Yeah. See, I thought I've been thinking about this one a little bit here. I don't. I, I have no respect for Doctor Strange anyway. So, let's <laughs> put that out there, Doctor My Ass. Hulk's one of my favorite characters. But Hulk is also very weak to magic. He has the same weakness that Superman has. And Sorcerer Supreme, Doctor Strange, is probably the strongest magic entity in the Marvel Universe. One of our listeners said, I think, was it World War Hulk? Where Hulk won? Or pressed his fingers? Yeah, Hulk uh, broke one of Doctor Strange's arms uh, just in a burst of speed because Doctor Strange wasn't expecting him to attack from the way he did. But if they're prepared and they're facing each other, Doctor Strange is going to have protection spells up. Hulk's not going to be able to break through him immediately. And Doctor Strange will have time to zap him into another dimension or have... Uh, so is that really winning or is that being a punk-ass coward <laughs> sitting somewhere where I have to fight him? I mean, he's not there to, to fight back. So, I mean, it's technically a win. I just want it cheap. I mean, he can always summon Shuma Gorath who could, like, eat Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> Hulk don't get digested. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Shuma Gorath, maybe. <laughs> Hulk fights out. I don't know, man. Just like the guy in freaking uh, Tremors, he comes out of that sucker on the side. <laughs> I, I mean, the, the thing about the well, thing about the real—that's not Tremors. That's some other movie. <laughs> the thing about Hulk is there's no real proven way to kill him yet. Obviously, like he's basically indestructible, basically immortal. You know, as far as it's been proven at this point. But every single time anybody beats him, it's either because they convince him to change back to Banner, or they send him away somewhere where he can't do any more harm. So you're thinking before they even start the fight, as soon as the thing goes. Fight! Strange can put up the shields that quick before Hulk... He has 30 minutes to prepare. He sets protection spells, then walks into the arena. Hulk charges him, starts wailing on him, trying to break through a protection spell. Doctor Strange goes vanish, or whatever the fuck his special ability is. Poof! And and poof! (laughs) (laughs) Poof! (laughs) Does he cha-ching Hulk along the way? Uh, he'd have to get pretty close to cha-ching Hulk. I don't think he wants to get that close. (laughs) I don't think he can kick that hard either. So those Hulkticles might be pretty strong. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Hulk comes out naked. Does he? Strange might run the other direction. <laughs> Hulk wins. <laughs> I think. I think Strange still vanishes Hulk. I don't think. Thirty seconds of prayer. So you don't think Hulk, aka slash Doctor Banner? Then think about it. Think of a way. I'm sure. I'm Banner's sure. brilliant. You know this. Banner is brilliant. Sure, but he's not fighting Banner. He's fighting Hulk. Even Smart Hulk isn't going to be able to fight against magic because he doesn't know anything about it. Hmm. Okay. Alright. Yeah, you sold me. I mean... Uh, magic sucks. <laughs> that's why there's not a whole lot of magic characters in any of the... Either universe, there's not a whole well, lot of magic characters. Doctor Strange got punked by the guy from... Well, no, that's a whole different argument. But anyway, so... Strange wins. Strange wins. Any fight that Strange has time to prepare for, where he's fighting somebody who doesn't use magic or doesn't understand magic, or isn't prepared to fight somebody that uses magic, he's probably going to win. Ah, but he's so... He's just a dude that's... So old! He's not even that old. He's like in his 40s. He looks horrible. I just don't like the way he looks. Oh, let me hold my collar up like 1980s guy. <laughs> Wear my jacket collar up. Woo. He's a sorcerer supreme, man. He's holding up traditions. And he's got an Asian helper. <laughs> well. <laughs> like I said, traditions. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, so that's an interesting battle next, next week, too, then. Strange moves on. Yep. To see Spider-Man. Yep. Who is pretty damn smart himself. Well, we'll talk about that next week. Yeah. All right, man. Well, another battle that's near and dear to my heart. I will freaking stab you <laughs> with this pencil. Harley versus Rocket? Yes. I go, personally feel go. like... Give me five seconds. I, give, give me five. <laughs> I personally feel like Rocket wins this. I think it's close, but I think Rocket has more advanced weaponry. I think he's more of a tactician. I think he's faster than Harley. I think that he's just going to be... How's he faster? His rocket pack? (laughs) Annie can fly, which she can't really match. Yeah, but she is very limber. She's athletic. She's super strong as well. She can move out of the way a lot of stuff. 
but her weapons are a pop gun and a mallet, and he has disintegration rays. <laughs> so she throws the mallet, he disintegrates it. She throws her bomb, he disintegrates it. She shoots him with the gun, he moves. But if she gets her hands on him... Which is unlikely. He's small and nimble and agile, and she's, you know, regular-sized. It's going to be hard for her to get her hands on him anyways. So when he's looking at her, Joker sneaks up from behind, shivs him, Harley wins. Can't get assistance in these fights. <laughs> Mer- Merman might have won if he could get assistance. <laughs> There's no assistance in these fights. Oh, his backflip catches him with his legs, cracks his neck. <laughs> I just don't feel like there's any way Harley wins this. Harley can win this fight. I know she can. Sure she could if she gets lucky. I mean, Rocket could definitely mess up. His jetpack could malfunction. There's there's things that could happen that could turn the tide in Harley's favor. His arrogance. I don't really think he's that arrogant. All right, I'm, I'm just BSing. Yeah, Rocket wins. <laughs> <laughs> there, he is too far advanced to... Step. He took down Iron Man, who is, like, beyond Harley. So, yeah, he wins this match. You know, I'm just trying to figure out... His, I thought about this in any way possible. and there, Unless she gets assistance with the Joker, she doesn't win. No. I mean, even with the Joker's assistance, I'm not 100 percent sure she does. I mean, I was looking at the fact that she hung with Batman for a little bit once, but they're, they're, they're two different skill sets. I agree with you. Yeah, I agree with you. Rocket wins. So the last fight: Wonder Woman versus Darkseid. Wonder Woman. <laughs> Wonder Woman. <laughs> Come on, Miguel. She's gonna take her rope and lasso that bitch. <laughs> Wonder Woman. That's right. <laughs> no, no, there it is. No freaking. There it chance. is. No freaking chance in hell. Yeah, unfortunately. He shoots the Omega Beams when she bounces off for the bracelet. Whatever, she's not going to happen. Amazon. He's, and she's like wearing barely any clothes. He's Come the on. strongest of the new gods. I don't give a shit. He's. She's a chick. He's Thanos level. Yeah, he's one, of the, old, he's one of the ultimate powers in that universe. Doesn't I mean, matter. it takes the entire sex Justice appeal. League. So she distracts him. She's a sex symbol. Look at my Amazon boobs. That's right. <laughs> Dark side doesn't. He doesn't have those kind of emotions. He doesn't have those urges, no. No, he has no... He doesn't even move. He has fights with his hands crossed behind his back like he's Morpheus. Oh, come on. As much as I'd like to see one woman go on, it's not going to happen. She can't do anything. There's no chance. Yeah. Like I mean, you said, it took the entire Justice League she to She has even, her rope. It, it's, it's... At least she puts up a fight. More than, like, Green Lantern versus Thanos. Yeah. But she puts up a fight, but she gets crappy off. She her. does lose. I, I just don't see any way one woman Superman wins. can't handle Darkseid by himself. Yeah. So, sadly, Darkseid's taking yeah. this one. Dark side wins. Lame. <laughs> Lame sauce. I know you want a Wonder Woman to win. I'm sorry. Whatever. Well, Wonder Woman won. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you look at this bracket. There is no women in the final eight. Okay, that's it. <laughs> Wonder Woman comes back. Merman comes back. Deadpool comes back. All three live. Deadpool's still in it. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Who's in the Deadpool dies. I'll be back. <laughs> oh, I'm not 100% sure Deadpool's Merman's making line. it past the next one. That should be my so, love line. to see. Nice. I'll be back. <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> so, four matches next time. Thanos versus Batman. Lobo versus Deadpool. Lobo versus Deadpool. Spider-Man versus Strange. Uh-huh. And Rocket versus Darkseid. And Merman waiting. He's got next. Merman and Wonder Woman are teaming up on the side. You know what I did, right? I tweeted out that Merman wins. Hashtag Chimichanga. Nice. So that ends Comical Madness for this week. Yep. Next week, we will continue with the final four. We'll have those four battles, plus two more, plus one more, the final seven battles. So we'll actually take it to the end. Final seven battles. Yeah, because you figure... No, no, no. Yeah. We're, we're, doing, we're doing them on a weekly basis. So we'll do the final four next week, and then we'll have the uh, last two. And then the championship round is going to be like, oh, man, we're going to really stretch this out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to let the people choose who wins. Well, it's got to run at least as long as March Madness runs. The people. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool. So, in the office the other day, you were talking about something I had never heard about. 
Some kind of a live show? Actually, this is something really weird that I heard about from a coworker other than you. I do talk wait to Wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> Dude, are you cheating on me? <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, this thing is called Marvel Universe Live. And uh, I don't know if anybody out there has heard about this, but it's basically exactly what it sounds like. It's a live show that travels around, and it's a stage like theater performance, kind of like Disney on Ice. Oh. Or like the circus. <laughs> But it's with Marvel characters, and each show is supposed to have a combination of 25 different Marvel characters from the Avengers, the X-Men, the Fantastic Four, and various villains. And they basically put on a large production, a large show that has car chases and acrobatics and aerial stunts and explosions and just, you know, basically what what you would expect that kind of performance to be. I think it sounds really cool. (laughs) Marvel characters on ice? It's not on ice. It's not. It's not. Wolverine skates, turns, and impales himself. Holy shit! <laughs> He's dead in hell. Regenerate that fucker. <laughs> Merman's waiting for him under the ice. <laughs> no, it's not on ice. It's just a, a performance. But uh, it's traveling around the country, and they just started talking about it a few days ago. Um, at least that, that's when I became aware of it. it. Seems pretty cool. I think we should go. That's pretty cool. Is it in my range? Uh, it's happening in February. Okay, that's not the answer. <laughs> I think tickets are like 80 bucks each or something, but it's probably worth it. Say again, was that pesos? <laughs> 80 pesos, senor? <laughs> hey, Heather, I need you to get another job. <laughs> I'm up to 20 jobs. I can't do anymore. You, so, you need some more jobs, man. I need some more jobs, Mike. <laughs> so, my horse minions, I need you to go to our website, click on that little donation box, <laughs> and donate some money so I can afford to go to this thing. Master base support for <laughs> But this would be really cool to go to. And, I would be, yeah. You know, if you want to check it out, you just go to MarvelUniverseLive.com, and you can get tickets. I will find $80 somewhere. I got to sell blood. Jimmy Chong. Sell, <laughs> sell one of your horse tickles. <laughs> <laughs> You only need one, right? And when I do that, I'm going to hear... Ching! <laughs> <laughs> you might. Well, you already said you were... I'll get Lobo to help you remove one. <laughs> Walking around, don't singing my, my theme song. Don't know what you got till it's gone. <laughs> well, so I just wanted to tell you a little bit about that. It sounded kind of interesting to me. So if people are interested, they can check it out. If not, oh well. <laughs> I think I'm like I like to go to see that. I think it'd be really fun. I think I would too. Uh, I'm gonna take my children. I think they probably would enjoy it too. You gonna take me? Can't afford it. Well, I'm not taking them either. I'm just lying. I'm sorry, kids. <laughs> you don't get to go. Sight. <laughs> Only way I'm gonna get to go. I'm like, uh, honey, can I borrow eighty dollars? Others up to fifty jobs. <laughs> I don't call you honey. I'm talking about my wife. <laughs> I'm just saying I'm up to fifty jobs. <laughs> So we'll, we'll try to go that in February. That sounds pretty fun. That sounds like a lot of fun. We want to rem- up? No, of course not. <gasps> we want to remind everybody okay. that uh, you can support us by going to audible.com, audibletrial.com slash comical. Right. Signing up. We want to remind everybody to check us out on thegeekyawards.com. Yes, because we want to win. Anytime you see either one of us say anything about the Geeky Awards, please retweet it, favorite it. Let the geeky people know that uh, we have fans that really like us. So that we have a better chance of getting this award. Because we really want to go to Hollywood. Yes. We really want to get up on stage and thank everybody in the world. It would be amazing if we actually made it into the actual nomination category. We made it in the nomination category. That's going to be awesome. It would be. If we were to happen by some act of goodness, we actually pulled that off and won. We get to go up there and say, I'd like to thank all my horse minions. That's right. I'm thanking you people. So, you know, get me out there. Miguel will give his entire acceptance speech in merman voice. That's right. My minions. <laughs> I, I look forward to that. But lastly, 
Uh, I want to ask everybody to please, 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 please go to iTunes and Stitcher and give us reviews. We need more of them. We need as many as we can get. If you like the show, make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you're giving us as good reviews as you can. Uh, we we got to stay on top of the, the new and noteworthy section for as long as we can. Try to build our audience. So uh, we'd really appreciate it if you guys could do that for us. Our new fans of the show, we greatly appreciate you. Please tell everyone else. Get us out there. You know, get us, you know, make us popular. We won't forget where we came from, obviously. <laughs> or are we Jimmy from the block? <laughs> Jimmy from the block. <laughs> I just want to say, you know, I appreciate everything. Yeah. This started off, you know, my friend's idea, dragged me along, and now we're 11 episodes in. You believe that? Yeah. And it's been a fun ride, and our numbers in March outdo February and January together. And we're what's growing, scary, we're that growing, was, We're growing every month. It's been awesome. We have almost a thousand new listeners this month, and that's just crazy to me. And a lot, of, and then like the numbers when you first showed me, like in the first two weeks of March, were like astronomical. So it's like, thank you, everybody. Yes, thank you very much. Please, yeah, we can't please keep supporting more. us. Please talk to us on Twitter. Please talk to us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter at, at Comical Podcast or at Comical Podcast 2. Mm-hmm. You can find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Comical Podcast. Find our website at ComicalPodcast.com. You can read about my boring life on uh, ComicalPodcast.tumblr.com. And my blog will be coming soon. And and Miguel will have one soon, although I cannot promise what that's going to be like. That's going to be off the chain! Um... I just designed a new logo. I took our old logo and improved it a little bit. Uh, if you like it, let yes. me know. If you have some feedback on something I could change to maybe make it pop a little bit more, I'd love to hear it. Really trying to make it look as professional as possible to you know, increase our listenership. So if you have any suggestions, I'm, I'm very open to them. I told him to put a horse on the page was snorting. <laughs> it's like a direct link to comical podcast. I already told too. you, I'm not putting a horse's ass with giant balls hanging out. <laughs> horse head! Horse head, head you chimmy! Exactly. <laughs> But also, since you were talking to everybody about, you know, going out and reviewing us and everything else, this goes out to writers and people who, artists who listen to our show, you know, whatever, new people starting off their own Kickstarters, please give us a holler. Uh, what's the email address that they can email us if they want to come on and do the show with us? Comicalpodcast at gmail.com. Yes, we definitely we, would love to have we, you on. We, we're open to anybody coming on the show. Uh, other podcasters can come on. Other people that are doing Kickstarters for their comic books, established writers, people that are writing for Image or drawing. We still haven't had an artist on the show. I know. Uh, like, I would love to have somebody like Mateo Scalera on. Like, <laughs> that would be amazing for me. Nice. So, anybody that's interested, just give us a give us a holler, and we'll see what we can figure out. We're not mean guys, you know. We have a lot of fun. But that's yep. pretty much that's pretty much all we got for tonight. So. Uh, we just want to say thank you to you guys, and keep on laughing, bitches.